0: Welcome to Native New Health.
1: Let's get started.
0: Native New Health will address specific health concerns that plague our people.
1: So the first step is regular exercise.
0: Oh, don't try this at home.
1: It's up to you what you like to put on, but it's very simple and quick.
0: Exercise regularly. We cannot emphasize this enough. Welcome to Native New Health, an exciting program designed for Native people by Native people. Welcome to a new episode of Native New Health. I'm Edward Dunn.
1: And I'm Gina Gabash, and we have a most important subject that we would like to talk to you about today.
0: That's right Gina, because today's subject deals with behavioral addictions. The Wikipedia Encyclopedia describes behavioral addiction as the continued exercise of a behavior despite adverse consequences. This can include gambling, sexual addiction, pornography, video game addiction, compulsive shopping, sport and computer addiction, and even exercise addiction.
1: Yes, Ed, habits and patterns associated with behavioral addictions typically are characterized by immediate gratification or short-term reward, coupled with delayed effects or long-term costs. Classic signs of a behavior addiction is when a person continues to choose to do the same thing despite the consequences, and on top of it, they deny having any problem.
0: It's important to note here that behavioral addictions are really a problem of the mind. You see, the mind will eventually adapt to a repetitive behavior we choose to do even though it may have negative and even dire consequences.
1: Also, we must recognize that while some of these negative behaviors affect primarily the individual involved in it, there are some addictive behaviors that have a tremendous impact on the whole family and even the community. Such is the case of compulsive problem gambling.
0: Now there are many family games used for entertainment that people play like table games for social reasons, but it's the out-of-control gambling that we want to talk about today.
1: Truly, this is a relatively new problem. But this problem can bring serious consequences not only to the individual, but to Native families and communities as well.
0: The University of Maryland Medical Center defines pathological gambling as being unable to resist impulses to gamble which can lead to severe personal or social consequences. You see, it can and will have an effect on your mental physical health. Our main intent today however is to provide help to those who are affected by compulsive gambling.
1: But how big of a problem is this you ask? Do you have any idea how many people experience problem gambling?
0: No, I don't. Tell us, Gina.
1: The National Gambling Impact Study Commission collected data from the Harvard Medical School and arrived at the following estimates. Between 15 to 20 million adults and adolescents have either problem or pathological gambling addictions. This is about 5 to 7 percent of the U.S. population.
0: Here's an interesting fact. Just imagine this. If you take 15 million people and place them in an average size NFL football stadium, that holds about 70,000 people, you could fill approximately 214 stadiums to capacity with problem and pathological gamblers in the United States alone.
1: That's hard to imagine that, Ed. And with all that gambling going on, Do you know how much Americans and Canadians spend on gambling every year?
0: According to the 2006 gross annual wager report, Americans lost nearly $91 billion on all forms of gambling combined. This is a staggering
1: amount. The National Gambling Impact Study Commission, NGISC, noted that Americans spend more on gambling than on recorded music, theme parks video games spectator sports and movie tickets combined wow that's a lot of groceries It is worth noting here that the arrival of casinos into many of our reserves and reservations has contributed in providing schools, hospitals and jobs.
0: However, it would be a disservice to ignore the negative effects that out of control gambling has also brought on our reservations and reserves. So let's continue to explore this important addictive behavioral health issue.
1: The Canadian Public Health Association has adopted the position that the expansion of gambling is a public health issue and that the work must be done towards minimizing gambling's negative impacts while balancing its potential benefits.
0: A recent report commissioned by the Canadian Gambling Association found that Canadians lost $14.5 billion playing slot machines, buying lottery tickets and placing bets on the track in 2006.
1: That's a lot of
0: money. The sad thing is that our native communities both in the United States and Canada are particularly affected by gambling. The prevalence of problem gambling among Aboriginal peoples in Canada is reported to be approximately four times higher than found in non-Aboriginal populations.
1: Amazing. And it has been suggested that negative social conditions such as poverty, unemployment, lack of education, and cultural stress may be a contributing factor to high rates of problem gambling amongst the Aboriginal populations.
0: You know what, Gina? Compulsive and problem gambling are sometimes referred to as the purest addiction. The fact that nothing enters the body makes the addiction very difficult for some people to understand. Therefore the gambler's ability to stop gambling on his or
1: her own
0: is not easy.
1: As far back as 2004, the Harvard Mental Health Letter identified the addicting behavior of problem gambling. For example, compulsive gamblers are constantly thinking about past bets planning the next one, and finding the money to support the habit. They increase the size of their wagers and struggle to quit or cut back. Unable to tolerate losing, they immediately try to recoup.
0: They gamble when they are disappointed or frustrated, neglect their families, lose jobs, careers, and marriages to the habit, sell personal property, borrow, beg, lie, steal, and write bad checks to finance gambling or pay their
1: debts often they are repeatedly bailed out by their families. It is a real problem for the entire family. Out-of-control gambling is on the rise. It's now recognized as a psychiatric disorder and a challenge for mental health treatment.
0: You see, problem gambling is not just about losing money. Gambling problems can affect a person's whole life. So here is a straightforward question we must ask ourselves. Am I, or someone I know, a compulsive problem gambler?
1: People with gambling problems are found in all age groups, income groups, cultures, and jobs. Here are some typical behaviors that spell out a problem gambler. Let's take a look. Gambling is a problem when...
0: Gets in the way of work, school, or other activities. Harms your mental or physical health hurts you financially, damages your reputation, causes problems with your family or friends.
1: Do you know anyone like that? Yes, I do. But you know when it gets really bad, it turns into harmful gambling. Which means you have started to lie about your gambling or keep it a secret, lose track of time and play for longer than you meant to, feel depressed or angry after gambling, spend more money than you planned or more than you can afford, Ignore work and family responsibilities because of gambling. Borrow money or use household money to gamble. Chase your losses to try to win back your money. Believe that gambling will pay off in the end. See gambling as the most important thing in your life. Use gambling to cope with your problems or to avoid things. Have conflicts with family and friends over gambling. Ignore your physical and emotional health because of gambling.
0: Friends, what we need to recognize is that out of control problem gambling is an addiction that is not only hurting the gambler, but the whole family and the community around
1: them. It really has a negative effect on families in many ways. How? Listen to this list. It creates money problems. When family members learn that savings, property, or belongings have been lost, it can make them feel scared, angry and betrayed. It leads to emotional problems in isolation. Family members may avoid other people because they feel ashamed. This makes it hard to get love and support.
0: It can also lead to physical and mental health problems for the person who gambles and for the family. These can include anxiety, depression and stress related problems such as poor sleep, ulcers bowel problems headaches and muscle pains
1: does that sound familiar many families under stress have trouble coping
0: when a parent or caregiver has a gambling problem children can feel forgotten depressed
1: and angry unfortunately family violence is more common when families are in crisis gambling problems can lead to physical or emotional abuse of a partner elder, parent or child. If this is happening in your family, please get help right away.
0: Friends, the result of problem gambling could also cost someone's life because it could spiral into anxiety and severe depression. You see, many people who gamble feel guilty, stressed, anxious and depressed. This can make sleeping, thinking and problem solving more difficult. It is a fact that rates of suicide are higher for people who gamble excessively and even for their family members.
1: According to the National Council on Problem Gambling, approximately one in five pathological gamblers attempt suicide. The council further notes that the suicide rate among pathological gamblers is higher than for any other addictive disorder. Imagine that!
0: A survey of nearly 400 Gamblers Anonymous members revealed that 66% had contemplated suicide, 47% had a definite plan to kill themselves, and 77% stated that they have wanted to die. You don't have to deal with your problems alone. There is
1: help available to you right now. Talk to someone you trust, like a friend or a spiritual advisor. You'll be glad you did. If you have any of these difficulties, get help right away. Call the number on the screen or speak to your family doctor or other health care professional. A gambling counsellor can make sure you get the help you need.
0: So why don't we take a closer look at how problem gambling is treated.
1: Most treatment for problem gambling involves counselling, step-based programs, peer support, medication or a combination of these.
0: Counseling can be very valuable because it can help people understand why they gamble so they can stop, cut down or change their gambling. In most areas, an agency that offers specialized counseling for problem gambling is available close to home. In Canada, for example, the Ontario Problem Gambling Hotline 1-888-230-3505 can link people to the support and resources they need. It is open 24
1: hours a day. Gamblers Anonymous, or GA, is a commonly used treatment for gambling problems. Modeled after Alcoholics Anonymous, GA uses a 12-step model that emphasizes a mutual support approach. Gamblers Anonymous, like Alcoholics Anonymous, has undoubtedly transformed many lives.
0: To help in the recovery, they established a practical questionnaire that helps identify a problem gambler. You can find this by calling them or going to the internet. We will provide you with that information a little later on at the end of the program.
1: But now, let's look at a good possible solution. Again, Gamblers Anonymous provides a 12-step recovery program which is fundamentally based on ancient spiritual principles and rooted in sound medical therapy. The best recommendation for the program is the fact that it works. Here are the steps
0: in a program of recovery. We admit we are powerless over gambling and that our lives have become unmanageable. We have come to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to normal way of thinking and living. We have made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of this power. We have made a searching and fearless moral and financial inventory of ourselves. We admit to ourselves and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. We are entirely ready to have these defects of character removed.
1: Humbly ask our Creator God to remove our shortcomings. Make a list of all persons we have harmed and become willing to make amends to them all. Make direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Continue to take personal inventory and when we were slash are wrong, promptly admit it. Seek through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understand Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Having made an effort to practice these principles in all our affairs, try to carry this message to other compulsive gamblers.
0: The only requirement for membership in Gamblers Anonymous
1: is the desire to stop gambling. And another successful method of treatment is peer support. With the advancement of online gambling, many gamblers experiencing issues use various online peer support groups to aid their recovery. This protects their identity while allowing them to attempt recovery on their own.
2: Now, let's hear from our expert friends. I like to think that a person who has good mental health can cope with the stresses of life. Um, Everything's not going to go well for everybody. We're all going to have disappointments and heartaches, and we're all going to be scared of certain things, but basically, A person with good mental health can bounce back in crisis. A person with good mental health can make a contribution to society. They can be creative. They can take the bad things that happen to them and turn them into good. And. They can have enough self-control, self-discipline, to say no to things that will take away their possibility of making good decisions in such things as addictions. And and so they can, they can be free from things that will pull them down, skew their thinking, so that they can't make good choices in life. There are many kinds of addictions. Um, some are uh, like drugs affect our bodies but others just affect our minds and the choices we make and we can become addicted to things like lust, pornography, um, gambling is a big one and basically it's the idea that if you can just do it one more time you're going to have that pleasure, you're going to have that, that, that sense of euphoria, you're going to make that million dollars, and um, it's never enough. That's what addictions basically is. Whatever you're doing, it's never enough. So you have to come back to it again and again and again. And yes, indeed, your thinking can be so skewed that you will give up your marriage, you will give up your your children, you will give up your home, you will give up everything just for the possibility of the high that you get from taking one more risk uh, of trying to, to make that million dollars, or now the billion dollars. and And it can be something that means you've got to change your thinking. It's not easy. I mean, for those who are not addicted to it, we think, well, just don't go to the casinos, you know? Um, Don't buy the lottery ticket. But it's so much more than that because um, it's a whole way of life that you have to change and you can't even get close to it or you'll find yourself back in in the deep hole of, of gambling your life away chances are you're not going to get out of an addiction by yourself. And that's why I'm so glad we have God, the Great Spirit. We have, we know that there is help. Um, He's the one who created us. He, um, uh, uh, our brains are such that we continue to do, as we continue to do things, It's like a groove, uh, a rut, is made in our brain. So that the more we do it, the more easy it is to do that. That's basically what an addiction is. And so God has also created the possibility that if we choose not to and ask his help for self-control, because that's where the problem really is, um, that we can, when we start to get a thought about, I'm gonna go gambling or I'm going to take that next drink or or whatever it might be. We can change our thinking and choose to think of something else. Now, as a a Christian uh, loving um, the great spirit, um, I like to think about Jesus at that moment. And I might just say something that I've learned as a child, like um, um, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, and by putting that into my brain at the same time that the thought comes to get a drink or or go gambling, I'm beginning to make a new rut, but it has to happen again and again and again, and the deeper the new rut is, will take you away from your addictions. I think the other thing that the Great Spirit has given us are others who are walking beside us our family our friends and you will need a support a support group you will need someone to be holden to uh, someone that you can talk to when things get really tough and if you have that within your family or somebody that you can call on your cell phone it, it just helps to Have that person say a prayer, have that person say, you can do it, I'm standing beside you, I know your capability, you can do it. And that kind of support is so important. So even though you are perhaps embarrassed about some of the addictions that you have and you feel like pulling yourself away, now is the time that you need your family more than anything. Get the help, you need to Uh, in order to bring that family closer together because um, there may be some hard feelings because of your behavior before, but they can be healed. The important thing is that your support system knows that you're serious about this. And with the Great Spirit's help, you're gonna beat it. As
1: we look at behavioral addictions, we know that there are many other addictions out there, such as...
0: Sexual addictions, pornography, video games, and computer addictions, eating addictions, and so much more.
1: When they get out of hand, they can all bring serious consequences and devastating results in the lives of our people, mentally and physically.
0: That's right, Gina. But we must recognize that there are deep underlying reasons why these addictions do happen. You see, we know that we all have a need to be loved, appreciated, valued, respected, and given hope for the future. Sadly, this often is not the case in the lives of many of our native people.
1: That's very true. When a nation and a culture have suffered the consequences of being oppressed by a dominant power, it is difficult to recover. Yet, that we must do.
0: We can't go on walking around looking down as if we are a defeated people and lose heart and hope for the future. We owe it to ourselves and to our children and our grandchildren and future generations to look up and find the real source of strength our grandfathers called upon in their times of trouble. And friends, that source of power comes from our great Creator God. And you know, He is just a prayer away. The Book of Heaven says, In your day of trouble, call upon me and I will deliver you. Psalm 50 verse 15.
1: Friends, we have to rise above these man-made traps and choose to be free from evil. We can either get busy living or get busy dying. As for me and my house, I choose life. How about you?
0: And so do I. So let's move forward from now on and seek the professional help we
1: need to overcome our problems to live right. What do you say? The subject of behavioral addiction of all kinds is so vast that we feel it is imperative that as we come to the end of our program, we share with you some practical help from professional sources.
0: This next information is in the form of a short video clip then the phone numbers and websites.
1: Yes, and it may help you or someone you know with addiction. So let's watch a video clip now.
0: Hey, my name's Cheskay Spencer. I know both reservation and city life. But I can tell you as Native Americans, there are challenges in both worlds. I'm also a recovering addict alcoholic. I know from firsthand that these things can take your soul and your life. I lived in darkness for a long time, but it was my choice.
1: My name is Chris, I'm a senior. What do I do for fun? Uh, I don't know, play racing games, I guess. <laughs> it actually gets pretty intense. My friends and I all race against each other. My mom hates video games. She says, video games are rot your brain, Christopher.
2: I don't think she actually minds it, though. She likes it better than stuff I used to do.
0: I'm Ariane and I'm a poet. I write songs, too. I love watching the voice in Idol. I like to be alone when I write. I guess I like to be alone lots of the time. It'd be cool to see somebody on TV singing a song I wrote. Or maybe it could even be me singing on TV. It's weird to have these thoughts. I never used to think I'd amount to much.
1: My name is Scott. When I was a kid, I used climb trees a lot. It was a good way to get away from stuff. When I was up high, looking at people who couldn't see me, It was amazing. Nothing could hurt me, and I was in complete control. It's funny. When I got older, I kept trying to go back to those days, but nothing worked. I was so afraid, and then one day, I saw someone who made
0: me feel that I could do it, watching him strengthen me. Then I saw somebody who made me want to change. Just seeing how she lived strengthened me.
2: Then one person inspired me to change. It was like he strengthened me.
1: You can choose to walk the right path. And when you do, you strengthen yourself,
0: you strengthen other people, and you're not alone. Be strong, be confident, because we're walking the path with you. And together, we can strengthen our nation. As you can see, friends, there's a lot of help out there available for you or someone you know.
1: Well, Ed, even though we have a vast amount of information we could share with our viewers, it's time to go.
0: Yes, friends, it's time to go. And until we meet again, we'll see you on another episode of Native Native New Health. Health.